Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey! Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Welcome into another episode of Judd's Hockey Show with, of course, the side of Declan Goff. Hello, Declan. Hi, Judd. So we promised um, that we were going to do another Wild-related list this week. We did the top of five draft picks of the Wild last week, and we said that we were going to do their five worst picks. But you know what? There's been so much news and speculation. For and, once. Yes, exactly right. Since uh, hockey stopped play in mid-March or so. That let's reserve this episode to discuss the potential for the draft on June 5th, for um, all the plans that we're seeing almost on a daily basis now that are being thrown out about when uh, hockey might start back up. And then next week we will do, because it's a glorious list, Oh yeah, our five worst wild draft picks of, of all time for a team that started as an expansion club in 2000. Let's start with the draft, okay? Okay. So there's been talk that, and there was a feeling that Gary Bettman might ramrod this through, which he can do, by the way, this week to declare that the draft was going to be June 5th, even if the season was going to start up in July again. Some people thought that that was going to be a done deal by now. It's not. It sounds like it might be a done deal next week. It also might take a little bit more time to all get worked out. Although that being said, June 5th is approaching, so you can't wait a whole lot longer to make it known if you are going to move the draft to that date here's my feeling and i don't know if you agree with this or not i think any procedural event that a league can do to keep its name in the headlines that doesn't involve covid19 so i'm not talking about hey we're going to leak something to um wyshinsky at espn today and then we're going to leak it to darren drager or a different uh, return to play scenario we'll leak that to darren drager tomorrow i'm talking about an actual event that involves your league should be done so i think and i understand that the national hockey league draft is not the football draft we don't know most of the kids who are going to be drafted or even the nba draft exactly it's not nearly as sexy but that being said i think all of the the gms and hockey people who are saying you can't do this need to shut up and sit down and if the and if the National Hockey League and Gary Bettman, who I of course am not a huge fan of, want to do their draft on June fifth, bravo, do it, do something. So I'm with you in the fact that the NHL needs to do something positive and get some type of interest back in their sport. And even if the draft is not as sexy in any year, whether COVID related or, or not COVID related, people are going to tune into this more than they typically would. Is it going to have NFL draft? viewing ship viewership no of course it won't but more common folk will tune in because there's sports to talk about so we're so deprived that 
Joe Schmo is probably going to at least flip on the NHL draft to see what the hell the presentation is at least like. You know? And we'll be ecstatic as hockey fans. Right. So, yes, I do think you need to do a draft. And I understand there's a complicated nature that you didn't finish your season. You're also going to be most likely drafting not by your points, per se, but your point percentage, mm-hmm. which is a little bit more complicated. And the biggest wrinkle, though, that makes this challenging from an entertainment standpoint, Judd, is player trades have basically been nixed. And we've seen the NHL draft. There's two big key dates where players are always moved or signed or, or moves happen. July 1st and the draft. So that takes away one of those big key dates that you're not going to see a trade. You're not going to be able to do that. So that presents a little complication in terms of the other factors of conditional first round picks. And again, this is where it's just there's so many. I hate to use this word sticky wickets because I think it's such a lame word, but there is there. There's there's a lot of complicated pieces at play here. If you have a team that made a trade at the deadline for a conditional first round pick, you know, like for the Wild's sake, when they traded Jason Zucker to Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh made the playoffs, then we get their first round pick. But if they didn't, then that becomes a 2021 first round pick for the Wild. So from what I have understood is teams that made a conditional, uh, a, a trade for a conditional first round pick and that team is inside or outside the playoff bubble, the league is either going to say, here is, here is your plan, you can, you can do the following for this draft, or the teams can sit down with one another and orchestrate basically a new deal, not under the table, but an open conversation that says, hey, we really want this first round agree pick. To something. You can agree to something. Yeah. Because Pittsburgh, I believe, is 25th in point percentage if the draft was tomorrow, so they are, they're, they're well in the playoff picture. Yep, And the Wild, by the hair of their chinny-chin-chins, are just outside of the playoff picture and are in the draft lottery if the draft does take place on June 5th. Mm-hmm. So, because Garen is so familiar with Pittsburgh, I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh said, you know what, Billy, you know us, you know the situations we're in. Can, can we have our first-round pick? Now, I don't think they'll do that, but because there is such an open dialogue between Garen and a familiarity with the organization, sure. I could see Pittsburgh saying, Billy, work with us a little bit here. Let's have that first-round pick for us. I don't think that'll be the case. I think the Wild will get Pittsburgh's first-round pick. Yeah. But other teams that are in this boat, you know, Vancouver's in a tricky situation, I know. Carolina, because of the, of the Kings Mar- trade? Yeah, uh, Carolina from the yeah. Marlowe trade last summer is in a tricky situation with Toronto. So, to be honest, the Wild are in a little bit of a better spot in that conditional first-round pick messy situation than right. most other teams but there again there's a lot of complicated things at play here but it's not okay here's why okay COVID-19 baby it's changed everything so like I don't care if you're an executive and come to me and be like this is is not fair bleep you I don't care mm-hmm. it's a bleeping pandemic and by the way my league is shut down and I'm losing millions and in some cases if we're talking about baseball or football potentially billions of dollars okay so, yes, ordinarily, if, if Gary Bettman just like, ah, let's just do the draft on June 5th, you'd be like, you're crazy. No, um, this is very simple to me. One is the 2000, the conclusion, if you are going to, I would not personally, but I get that there is millions. And again, maybe a billion dollars at stake here. Um, I personally would cancel the 2019-20 season, put an asterisk by it and be done. But I get that you're not going to do that. But resolution one is this. The conclusion of the 2019-20 season is going to be a joke. Like, it's a joke. You can't take this long off. Your your whole goal as a professional league is to have a continuous championship season. 
Um, now, I understand that you're coming back because, one, it provides fans like us something to watch, and then, two, more importantly than us, is the money that you potentially have to make back, okay? So, one, trades allowed. Who cares? Like, if Carolina works out some huge trade with Pittsburgh and the new guys are playing in the playoffs, who cares? The conclusion of your season's a joke. Like, it's a one-off. There, If you don't put an asterisk by, if you have a Stanley Cup champion, and you don't put an asterisk by the 2019-20 season. I will personally drive to Canada and put the asterisk there for you, okay? Okay. So allow trades. Allow trades. Yep. Because all we're worried about here is ultimately, one, providing content, which is what the draft is. Mm-hmm. And two, the reality is what we're concerned about if as a professional league that's just not being greedy and trying to get as much cash as possible is 2020-21, right? So that's... The trades, I don't care. Allow trades. Number two, let's abandon the lottery altogether and take the point percentage, and that's where you're drafting. Like the Detroit Red Wings deserve. I'm mostly with you. Deserve that that pick, but there should be no. But there should be no thought given to the seriousness of the conclusion of this year, because you can't be done for what now, sixty days or so, and then be like, yeah, this is the real conclusion. No, it's not. My advice personally would would be to have some type of tournament, playoff tournament. So it's going to be bastardized regardless, Dex. So let's allow trades. Let's if you're going to conclude the season, let's give the new players a chance to play with their new teams. So let's turn June 5th into a fun free for all. Let's not worry right. about how is this going. There is the point being this, and I'm, I'm sure some people will disagree with me here. There's no integrity to the conclusion of this season. It's out the window. And if you can conclude it and provide fun for people, that's fine. But let's not let's not act like this is a true champion. No, it's not. It's going to end up being some type of tournament. So let's let's focus on what we should focus on, which is the reality of what we're really doing here is addressing the needs for 2020-21 when hopefully hockey comes back and things go back to normal. So if the Zolgad and Son plan, which is what you're suggesting is, very proud of you. Uh, Zolgad and Son, I'm, I'm with you. Like, look, hockey fans don't want to hear this, but your season's done. Yes. The 2019-20 season is done. There's not going to be a resumption unless, a, 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 unless, unless, knock on wood and knock on wood for the sake of the world that there is a cure constructed in the next essentially 25, 30 days. I'm just going to call it that. Unless there's a cure constructed, you're just not going to, you're just not gonna be able to finish the season, guys. It's wait, look these hub cities, and then uh, putting putting teams in in, in just a, a smaller playoff picture, doing the whole thing, a plan tournament. Look at all of this complicatedness. It's too complicated. You won't be able to finish your season, and unfortunately for a team like St. Louis, who could have repeated, or a team like the Wild, who were getting hot at the right time and a superstar was budding, and who knows what could have happened if they made the playoffs. I'm sorry, it's over. So I'm with you in the fact of. If if you and I were running this league, just said, guys, we're done. We're going to hold a draft. We can have our normal trades. People can be dealt. I'm all for that. I'm also somewhat with you on draft lotteries, and this goes, you know, for the NBA too. I think if you suck, there should be no clause that says you're not going to get the first overall pick. Detroit is one of the biggest dumpster, and which is Crazy to say, because 10 years ago, I would have never predicted the Detroit Red Wings would be this Stevie bad. Stevie Wise is a genius, though, later. man. He dragged him down on purpose. He I did. love it. Poor little Jimmy Howard's getting started out there all day and losing, and losing 
percent of his starts essentially. Yep. The poor guy. Detroit should have no reason to not pick number one and get Alex Laffinari. And I'm I'm with you there. Now with this draft format, I believe you can only move up four spots. So yeah. the Wild they could technically win the lottery, but, and all that means is they're sliding up to seven but or eight. Why not just abandon it? I agree. Like just let's just do a draft based on point percentage as currently constructed. Like it's not you know. It's different, Dex, if you play 20 games, because then you don't necessarily know who really sucks. Right. But, like, we have defined, by March 12, you had defined who sucks. Mm-hmm. So let's just give them their picks, do the, this draft. If they can wor- work out the the resolutions to deals that were made, as you were talking about, between the Wild and Pittsburgh from the Zucker trade, that's great, too. But I just think that this draft, I like the idea of the draft being held, and what I think should be the goal is, the goal should be, we are going to, if we come back and play, we're still addressing 2020-21. We're not, you know, we're not being like, and you know what else? If you come back and have, let's say they come back with a playoff tournament, Declan. If the Wild has traded Matt Dumba to Carolina, then he gets time with Carolina. It's a pseudo training camp with some pressure. It helps him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no downside who is going to stand in in front of the train and be like, no, this is serious? No, it's not. You've got to put. There's no sports league outside of, um, I guess, the National Football League because they have not started yet and they could start on time. Hopefully, we don't know. But when it comes to baseball, the NBA, and NHL, you're putting asterisks by every one of these leagues for this year to explain to generations to come what the hell happened. I know. So. Let's let's also let's also have this draft geared towards one thing. The reality is it's going to this is your plan for your future. This is not about so let's have trades because that's my one thing is I think going ahead with a draft is a good idea. I think doing it without trades like that's the sexiness, right? Cuz cuz now now if there's trades you at least know those names. So let's just allow it. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I I think it'd be I think it'd be a lot of fun too. It would get interest back in the league. It would be it'd be a good thing. But I, I everyone wants hockey back just as much as you and I do. I get it. I just think it's impossible. I think it's impossible with the current state of the world. I was going to ask of all the plans that we see basically now, as I talked about at the outset of Judd's hockey show with the side of Declan that leak out. Is there any recent plan that you've seen these? You know, I I think it's. Vancouver and Edmonton have both put in like 11, I think, cities put in to be hub cities. I'm guessing St. Paul did uh, for games to be played without fans in a centralized location. And, and you are getting back to the same problem that baseball has, too, and rightfully so. The players are all like, so you want us to quarantine without our families mm-hmm. and our wives and children during a pandemic? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you know what? In this case... I totally side with them. I think asking them, especially, again, especially to come back and play what amounts to a fun thing, but it's not real. Like, that, it's not going to be, it's not real playoff hockey. Right. The only way, as, as I told you, the only way that I think it could have worked is if you just said, screw it, we're taking St. Louis and we're taking, I forget, you know, who's the best team in the East when the season paused. We're just going to do a Stanley Cup, and that'll take a week and a half. We can all be quarantined for a week and a half. We're right. going to order a Stanley Cup. I understand the other 29 teams and the other 14 playoff teams will want to say in the playoffs, but guess what? You want hockey? This is going to be the only way we're going to do it. It's the only logical way we can house, you know, only 50 people plus staff and whatnot. You could quarantine that. You can't do it for 16 teams. You can't put people in multiple cities, and these teams have to stay here, and these teams have to go there. Way too complicated, dude. 
punt on the season. It stinks, but that's what it is. And your your thoughts also on, because Bill Daly, who is Bettman's right-hand guy, came out early in the pandemic process and said, we have every intention of playing a 2020-21 season that starts on time and is complete. Uh, Bettman now has completely gone away from that and said, eh, we start in December, th- that's fine. Now, there might not be a choice here, so you might have to punt on what was left of, including the playoffs, the 2019-20 season, and then you still can't have people at games or you can't play games in, in, in the fall, especially if this um, if COVID-19 spikes again. Um, but if I was if I was them, I would do what you're saying, which would be to make the goal starting as quickly as I could in the fall and playing as complete of season as possible. Yeah. The my fear with this game that we both love is this though. It's the one sport that if they can't have fans, I don't see how every team survives it. Like NBA TV contract. Yeah, it's big. And you know what? Basketball, sort of a studio game, right? It's sort of fine in studio. Yeah. Football, big time studio oh, game. Yeah. Like they can they I'm not saying financially that they're fine without fans, but they can play on Sundays and Mondays and certainly survive. TV sport. Um, you know, baseball hurt by fans not being there. But what's the one thing that, that people who fall in love with hockey tell you and tell me? I went to a game and it was unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, so if the suites aren't filled and there's no one in, in stands, how on earth do the Florida Panthers and Arizona Coyotes, and, and I'm talking about, you know, let's say you can't have fans in stands again until January of 2021. How do all of those teams, when you're about to expand in Seattle, by the way, survive? I don't know that everyone survives this. Yeah, it's going to be awfully tough, um, especially for those lower market teams. And if I was Seattle, or if I'm the league, I'm probably telling Seattle, look, guys, I know you were, we granted you permission and you paid a ridiculous fee to come in the league, but we're going we're gonna to delay you entering. I, I could I, see that. I, I could very, and especially with it forces teams too to have a little bit more cushion on their on their uh, expansion draft rules. You know, I don't know how that works. I think that gets a little more complicated. There are so many tentacles to the NHL resuming its season than any other sport. I really believe that. Yeah, I think it's the trickiest of all the three that are essentially canceled right now. And the NFL, I still think they're going to be able to do it just because it's so far out. That's a little bit biased, but. I, I, I think of, of NBA, NHL, and MLB, the NHL has the most to lose. They have the most to lose because of COVID. Absolutely. Well, no fans is huge. Yeah. And, yeah, if you have, and plus, so let's say that you do have a situation that this continues for a while and coming out of it, you know, the Panthers and Coyotes are in terrible shape, then do you have a different, and my guess is no, but like a different type of expansion draft for Seattle because who knows if all the existing teams are going to make it. The other thing, and this is going to be a big discussion in the coming months, if you are uh, Bill Guerin, Craig Leopold, and Minnesota Wild, is this one too. The salary cap. This is going to be a big deal. Because this thing was going to shoot up by a bit for next year. A little bit, yeah. My guess is it's not it's going to be It might go down. This is going. This is going to be... An issue that goes well beyond the wild, but this is going to affect a bunch of teams now that are almost certainly looking at a salary cap that's going to roll back or stay the same for how long? I, I don't know. I, I think the wild salary cap situation is not as daunting as we thought it was a year ago, especially if Parise was almost traded. I know there's there's complicated webs to it, sure, but I don't think it's as daunting and as as um 
doesn't look as bad as it used to look a few years ago. Right. Um, but if, if, if the cap goes down significantly, let's just call it 20%, the cap goes down from, I think, 83 million, you know, to about 75. And at this point, the players are starting to or reject, even 70, which, which causes more now, union problems. Now we are in some significant trouble. And well, like, and it's not just the wild. I know this is going to be teams throughout the league that yes. probably projected and thought things. And, mm-hmm. and now they're stuck. I know that's where they're at. And, and I think for the wild, um, transitioning a little bit too is, can you get cappers off over here? I mean, for God's sakes, we've been waiting for three years, four years for this guy to come over and he doesn't have an agent. You need one to get signed by the NHL PA again, shocking the NHL making things harder than they have to have it. Uh, can you get this guy signed? Does he want to come over here now? I mean, all indications are he does, and he has a good relationship with Bill Guerin, and that's good. I'm I'm happy that's the case. But the longer it goes, the the more likely scenario is he's not coming for 2021. And if they're not going to start until December, does he just stay, to your point, the KHL? And it's so it sounds like now that he'd like to come here right now, sign, and then also participate in games with the resumption of the season which the league, I believe, could block, but there's been no clarity there. Now, Toronto just signed a defenseman from the KHL. I don't think it was a draft pick. I think he was a free agent, Miko Letton, and he signed a one-year entry-level yes. deal with the Leafs, which is, by the way, the same deal that Kaprasov would get here. Um, but that contract calls for it to kick in for him to play in the Toronto organization with the start of the 2021 uh, season. It sounds like Kaprasov would like to play immediately. The league could stop that. And if I'm the Wild... I have no interest in, in him uh, starting to play if they resume in July because that then technically eats up a year of his entry-level contract for X amount of games, which I don't like. Um, but, yeah, you got you got to think that if this remains unresolved and that hockey's not back and let's say it's going to come back in December or January, that at some point in time you're exactly right, and he says, well, I'll just stay here, and then it gets a little more dicey. The timing of this from the Kaprasov discussion standpoint, could not have been worse. It, it, this, it's awful. No, it proves the point that the Wild, I, I swear, this isn't Regency Bias, got one of the, they had one of the rawest deals of this whole COVID situation. They were they were riding a high momentum. Kevin Fiala was developing. Dean Evison kind of jolted the staff a little bit. You had Kaprasov coming over. You still could make a trade and a splash in free agency. And all of that was paused. All of it. And the salary cap problem, too, goes to the heart of can you acquire another center, which, by the way, you desperately need if Koivu leaves, which he should retire um, and pay him because if the salary cap stays stagnant, then you are uh, pretty much screwed on that, too. I don't feel you're in trouble. I don't feel bad one bit for a Pittsburgh or a Washington or a St. Louis who could have Ovi, repeated man. as co- I don't feel Ovi, bad for Ovi's them. Ovi's aging. In a, He's I don't, like Nelson no. Cruz. Kick rocks, dude. You guys got all your no, accolades. Ovi. The Wild were man, finally on the rise. Me. Something, something was in the works here, and, and now it's, it's taken away. Man, I'm depressed, so thank you. Minnesota sports. Entertain them. Any, Again, though, yeah. you know what? COVID-19, uh, you know. I know. We're all, we're all uh, have our, our own problems. Bigger issues. But it does. Like it, my liver. But it does look like the Kaprasov thing very well is going to remain uncertain for a while. Uh, y- your thoughts on if they do resume play in July, w- would you like to see him play in July and eat a year of that contract? Oh. Or prefer, my preference mm. w- would be to start that three-year entry-level contract in 2021, 
not not what would you be know, 2019 20 and again because i'm not going to take i'm not going to take the resumption of the season seriously like i'd watch don't get me wrong to be very clear but it's not going to be serious hockey you know college free agents have been a lot smarter recently in doing when they graduate and they're entering towards you know the last dozen games of the season the smarter ones in my opinion do the pto a professional tryout yes. and what that means is they do a pto and then they'll have their real entry level contracts start in the full season yep. because a lot of these college free agents and a lot of them are learning that, well, I just burned a year and even Carson Susie is in this boat. Like Carson Susie is going to be a UFA because of this situation. Yep. So I, if yes, I would, I want to see the kid play so GD bad that right. no, I, take I don't out care. your fandom for a second. Though, uh-huh. and think of this more an for exec, the long-term executive and son from uh, yeah. the wild. Yeah. We're uh, running this team. We're not just fans. Yeah. Um, I'm telling him that, you can't play. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think is what I'm doing, and I also don't want to see him jump into he, high intensity action in the summer and get hurt. Just you know, this organization's had enough bad luck. I'm not going to try and bring more on. He's also let's be honest, we we are very excited for this kid, and all indications are he is a superstar. There's going to be growing pains that we're not exactly that, that we're not absolutely that we don't think about as much as we should. Here's my question still too: Who's a center? I still want to know. I know, man. I still want to know. I mean, can it be Eric Stahl? I mean, Eric is, God bless him, but, you know, he's on the backside of the the career. This is why I need Koivu, to... I think, has to retire. Yeah. This is why you need the draft day trade. You need to go find your center. You, you, you know what? You That's go another go good it. point. You need it. And I will say, I like the idea of the draft, but without trades, uh, you know, it's okay. With oh, trades, I'm so in. Yeah, with without trades, it's almost boring. Like I said, we'll tune in because we're so deprived for sports right yeah. now that it's interesting to watch. But yeah, you need trades. The Wild do. Final thoughts, Declan Goff? Oh, you know, just admit that this season is over and get ready for the next one. I guess I, I heard this on NHL Sirius uh, Satellite Radio today, and we are uh, taping this on Wednesday. Part of the issue, I guess, is that the regional sports networks have something in their contracts for the most part that trigger at something like 70-some-odd games, so they pay more at that point. Mm. And I don't know if that's true or not, but the point but the point being is what? A lot of teams are at 60-something, right? Games played right now. Yeah. As of the oh, stoppage, sure. yes, yes, they're yes. at 60 yeah, like 65. Like they hadn't met the threshold. Yeah, of no, one, another, no, one was at, no one was at 70 of yet. another payment or something Correct. like that. Gr- the greed will win. Like it always does. As a fan, I'd like to see sports, but not for one second do I think that I'm seeing sports because they care about Judd Zolgad or my son Declan. They care about sports because are, is Fox or I guess it's Sinclair now owns a bunch of the Fox affiliates. <laughs> are they going to write me the con? You know, right? Are they going to write me the check that I so richly deserve? And as we said at a previous podcast, get a new TV contract, please. Next week. Unless all hell breaks loose, we will do, Judd and Declan will do, the five worst draft picks in the Wilds history. Until then, we bid you adieu and Declan. Pass shoot score.